The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Farrell back on the bench with Carver High. So um, I told you today on Coast to Coast that uh, there is a scandal at the Farrella Palatial. Unbelievable, the scandal that has emerged uh, involving, I believe, clearly, um, the smoke show cleaning lady who has worked for me for a number of years. She's really cool. There's nothing there uh, in terms of uh, she's smoking hot. And even a 34C knows she's smoking hot. Everybody knows she's smoking hot. Um, I used to have friends come over to my house, like, on Mondays just to, like, visit me, knowing that she was here. <laughs> like, they, like, my buddies would show up and, like, be like, hey, what's up? You want to have a cup of coffee? I'd be like, what's up, dude? What are you doing here? Nothing, man. I just thought we'd sit on the deck and have a cup of coffee. And uh, when does uh, your cleaning lady do the kitchen? <laughs> uh, so anyway, this chick is really cool. She worked for me for a long time. There's nothing there. I don't have any, you know, there's no fantasies or anything. She's just smoking hot. It is what it is. And she knows it. She knows she's smoking hot. And I know she's smoking hot. 34C knows she's smoking hot. The kids know she's smoking hot. It is what it is. But the problem is, I don't care how hot you are if a scandal breaks out. And what's happened is, Carver High, tonight, uh, I'm going to reveal what's happened, is that today I, I went to, uh, you know, before Coast to Coast, I, I was uh, I was upstairs and I, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm in the bathroom or whatever and I'm, I had grabbed my suit and shirt to do the show and I looked and I, you know, I was kind of burly so I figured I'd shave. And, um, you know, I shave every couple days. You, you, you get a really thick beard, Carver High. You, you're a mess when you let it go. You'll just, like, not shave for a week, and you look like, you know, you know Merlin Olsen. You look like Grizzly Adams. Is that really Grizzly Adams? Anyway, um, so I went to shave, and I reached over to my brawn, which is in the, you know, the housing unit that, that cleans the bronze system. It's got the cleaning unit and it is housed underneath this contraption and you put the, the razor in there and then every time you use it, you put it in there and then it cleans it and it makes it kick ass and, and rock and roll and it's always just absolutely fresh and ready, right? So, and the thing's expensive, right? It's like the top of the line brawn. And um, I go over to grab it to shave I, and believe me, I'm the only one that uses my It's my shaver. 
I don't have any. Like, my son has his own shaver, and he keeps it in his bedroom. Mine is right there in the bathroom, in the master suite, and I just am like, this is, I reach over, I grab, I shave, boom, I can shave wet, dry, doesn't matter. So I reach over to, I reach over to shave, and the head of the shaver is gone. And I'm like, what the? And I start looking around for it, and I look everywhere for it. And I remember the other day I saw the cord hanging off the side of the, the you know, the, the, the cabinet. You know, the whole, you know, the sink cabinet where it holds all the, the stuff and your sink and everything. Uh, we welcome our radio affiliates, uh, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline, to Pharrell and Avenger. On a midweek, where do you hear it Wednesday? So anyway, we're talking about the scandal at the Pharrell Palatial. So I reach over, no, the, the head of the, the bronze gone. Gone. And I had noticed a day earlier, maybe I was like in the bathroom, you know, taking a leak or something. And I was like, why is my plug hanging off the unit down off the side of the cabinet? It was just hanging there like, you know, four or five, you know, I don't know, four or five, maybe six inches hanging off the edge of the cabinet. It never does that. I always leave the thing right near the plug so I can charge it and then use it. Right. I always I'm the only one that touches it. I use it. I unplug it. I plug it in. I use it. I put it back. Blah, blah, blah. I never leave it hanging off the edge of the cabinet. Sure enough, I see it hanging off the edge of the cabinet. I'm like, what the? And I move the cord back over to where it should be. And I think nothing of it. And I go about my day. And today I go to shave and the head of the shaver is gone. Like the entire head of the shaver is gone. I mean, you can't shave. <laughs> the, the shaver's gone. The, the body of the things there, but the, the shaver's gone. So it's simple. Uh, I brought in Perry Mason, and you know that she had to have knocked it off the cabinet, and it fell and hit the floor, and I guarantee you that head popped off and popped into the garbage, which is right below. The garbage is right below the cabinet. It's right. If, if, if it fell off, it would go right in the garbage, and you'd never see it again. And the garbage, I think, it, I think she knocked it off, I think it hit the ground. It popped off because it's a, all it is is a connecting, you know, brawn razor head. It popped off because you can take it off and clean it. And it popped off. And I think it popped into the garbage. And then when she left for the day to do the garbage, she took it right away in the garbage and out it went into the garbage dump. And the razor, the razor head's gone. I looked everywhere on the floor, behind the toilet, behind, under the cabinet. Every, I looked everywhere. I, looked, I was on my hands and knees looking for this thing. And it's gone. Now, Carver High, you are the imperial judge here. You are the final say. Now, no one touches my razor. I'm the only one. I didn't break it. I didn't, I, I didn't do it. Who did it? It had to be the cleaning lady. She had to have knocked it off accidentally cleaning, and it popped off, broke, and the thing went in the garbage, and then it went away. It's gone. And you're going to give me your answer when we come back because somebody's got to pay. i got to go tomorrow and get a brand-new razor head or a brand-new razor. Upset the hell out of me. All right, Carver High. So, uh, at the end of the day, you're the final say. Do you believe uh, that the smoke show hottie cleaning lady did it unknowingly, uh, or do you think like there's no way she would like? watch it pop well, off the broad and go into the garbage can and let that happen without pulling it out and putting it back on? Or do you think she just didn't see it happen and that she should end up uh, being found guilty and having to provide me with sexual favors? Well, well let me ask you this. Have you, have we, uh, 
have we questioned any of the other people that live in the house? Have we? Yes. Spoken None to of them. them have any idea what I'm talking about, nor do they want to have any kind of a relationship with me concerning it. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it, 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 it could have been, you know, maybe one of your kids was screwing around in the bathroom and knocked it over by accident or something. That's true. That's very investigative inside uh, reporting by you. There could be another, you know, like maybe uh, somebody reached over to get something else and they knocked it over. I mean, who knows? Maybe Chop knocked it over. And, and when you come asking about it, she knows she don't want to feel the heat. So she's just going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? Get off my back. You know, yeah, remember when you were a kid and you did something and you were guilty and you didn't say anything just to see if they would see see that you'd done it and then they bust you. You don't say anything until they do. Right. I mean, it could be the situation here. You might be. You might be right. But then again, if you find the cleaning lady guilty and she has to provide me with sexual favors, that might be the best outcome for me in the end. Well, I mean, that's that's probably the best outcome overall. Um. You'd like to think that she wouldn't. Like, a, uh, what about a double with 34C and the smoke show? Yeah, you'd probably have to either ask her, you know, to get her involved at some point. Probably have to get her involved. So, do you think it's, uh, you know, it's really out of my way to have to go to the, you know, the the basically the head shop for, you know, razors and and shampoos and soaps and travel you kits. Got no, you got and, no choice. And, you know, all the. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to the. You know, I don't even know what they call that store. I know. I know we have one around here. It's a store with all that kind of stuff, like you know, all the knickknacks and all the stuff for your face and hair and everything. And it's like a discount place with nothing but beauty supplies. I gotta go to the beauty supply place tomorrow with a mask on and look for a brawn head. And it's just really a pain in my ass, is what it is. And I gotta buy it. Which I'm not, I, I don't care. I buy everything. I went to the store today and bought 15 bags of, of like, salt for the driveway because it was so icy today when I woke up. So I went out and did that. I'll buy anything. If I got to fix something, I just go do it. But, oh, by the way, uh, Carver High, today I did get, uh, during the holidays and Christmas as a gift, and I installed it today with my boy D-Gash, uh, the hot water bidet in the downstairs bathroom. Remember I put the cold water one upstairs? Wow. I got the hot water ass bidet for the downstairs bathroom. No longer do I have to go upstairs and have my daughter brushing her teeth while I'm cleaning out my arse with the cold water bidet. Now I can wake up every morning and have a hot water bidet, mm. you know, cleaning of the garage. Check out. And you're just, you're adding all of these toys uh, to the Pharrell Palatial. It's, uh, it's good to see. Fantastic. It's a strong, it's a very strong effort. No more swamp arse for the Ferrellis, you know, and no more, you know, when, when the world runs out of toilet paper and paper towels and nobody has anything and they're all using like, you know, towels and stuff and their hands and leaves. I don't have that problem. I'm going hot water bidet city. I'm like the king of the European bidet club. I got it all going. So anyway, um, at the end of the day, my cleaning lady smoking hot. I'm trying to pull a double with her in 34C. I think she broke my brawn, but Carver High has found Chop guilty as charged. <laughs> she would be sent to a child work it could labor have been the cleaning camp. Lady, but I, I think that there's other suspects in the house that have it doesn't seem like they've been uh, looked into a little deeper. What about Boston? He could have been in on it because I didn't give him that yeah, bone or I didn't give him that, that you know, piece of steak. Anything's possible with that dog. 
Listen, when I walk that dog every day, every day of the year I walk the dog, come hell or high water, snow, rain, sleet, I'm out there walking this dog, and it just absolutely is a horse. It's not a dog. It's a horse, and it literally pulls me and like yanks me down the street like a like a rag doll and i and it walks through everything puddles cable like it'll stop and smell another dog's cable on the street for five minutes like it's like having it's like going to a buffet and i'm like what are you doing dude are you really smelling some other dude's cable is that what you're doing here today are we going to sit here and smell this and i'm like I, i it really bothers me when the dog like you know stops for five minutes to like Maybe smell a, a, a lamppost or a, or a mailbox or a fire hydrant, and then it'll smell another dog's cable sitting on the street. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Honestly, is that who you are? You, you sit here and smell some other dog's action? Like, come on, let's keep moving here. I got, I got places to be, things to do. I'm busy getting ready. The shows, you know, I got coast to coast. For all events, got to get ready. Let's go. Keep moving, fatso. Anyway, they're going to put a statue of Dirk Nowitzki outside uh, the American Airlines, if they still call it that arena down in Dallas. They had the Dirk retirement party tonight, the Jersey retirement, and the presence, and it all came out. And I got to tell you, Mark Cuban's um, statue that they're going to put outside the arena, Mm -hmm. that is the coolest statue I think I've seen in a while for anybody. I mean, it really is cool with the three balls flying out of his hand, like the release of his splash J, that step back, seven foot over the top splash J release that he had. It's like him releasing it from his hand and flying through the air. It's like three balls like in uh, like in a replay or something. It's pretty cool. It's just three balls firing from his wrist. I think it, and he's stepping back. I think it's badass. Did you see it? I did not see it. I'm going to have to check that out. That's pretty cool. What did you, you gotta, think of him? Got to uh, send it to me. We'll uh, show it on coast to coast tomorrow. We'll have to send that to me. Oh, I'll send it to you right now. Did you? I just sent it to our normal sending venue, so you should. Oh, get well, it. then you should be good then. Um, no, I mean Dirk, classic career, and the best part of all is that he brought them a championship. Yeah, which a lot of guys, which a lot of guys who play their entire careers in an NBA city. You know, and and for a team that doesn't normally win. I mean, we know how the last 50 years of the NBA has gone. I mean, it's obviously Lakers, it's Celtics, and Bulls, uh, the Heat for those couple years, you, you know, the Warriors. There's been a lot of dynasties, and every once in a while you sprinkle in a winner. And he's got one of those ones that sprinkled in with Dallas. So did you see the uh, – do you think Doncic will win one in Dallas? Like, uh, Let me ask you about this guy. You like just... what – like, again, yeah. like, he just missed 10 games. He's been back. I think this is his third game back. And again tonight, they're showing him limping off the court. Like, this guy is always hurt. Can this guy stay on the court for a couple games? I think he's hurt this year. Um, I don't think he's been. I feel like really in the past he's missed I, some games, too. He's, he's, nah. Just, he, he, it's just been this year. And I think it's a combination of things, Mike. I think it's. Um, I think it's the Olympics playing for uh, his, his country and the job that he did for Slovenia, being able to take him that deep into the tournament and playing that many games and then immediately uh, having no off season and then coming back to the NBA season, uh, COVID or whatever, uh, how it's affected the league. But he, had, uh, I think, showed up with no rest at all, 
none whatsoever. And he showed up. Like when the Olympics were over, obviously he just ate everything he saw. He was on a seafood diet. He saw food, he ate it. And he, the guy obviously gained a lot of weight. And I think, uh, frankly, he was out of shape cardio-wise. I thought he gained too much weight, and I thought he uh, started the season out of shape. And then the next thing you know, he hurts his ankle, and then it just never got better. Every time he came back to play uh, after being out, it, he, he'd re-roll it, uh, you know, retweak it. All it takes is a little movement, a turn, a stop, and a, and a slip, and a, you know, Jimmy, rip, and then it, and it you know, re-rolls. I think that really got to him, and it's just never healed right, and I think it screwed him up, and his whole season has gone down the drain because of it. And, you know, I think people think he's going to win all these titles down in Dallas. We'll see. So anyway, uh, Pharrell back with Carver High on the bench. Uh, Antonio Brown released this statement, I guess through his lawyer, but he said... Um, I'm going to bounce around on this thing. I make mistakes. I'm working on myself. I have positive influences around me. One thing I don't do is shy away from playing uh, hard on the field. No one can accuse me of not giving it my all every play. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented the pressure directed from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. Staff injected me with what I know is a powerful and dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using. And I gave it my all for my team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankles uh, to safely perform uh, my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sidelines. My coach came out to me very upset and shouted, quote, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him, it's my ankle. But he knew that. It's well documented. And we discussed it. And then he ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for medical help. Instead, he shouted at me, quote, you're done, end quote. Then he ran his finger across his throat. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the box. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. Then came their spin. Coach denied on national TV that he knew about my ankle. That's 100%. Uh, BS. Not only did he know I missed several games with the injury, he and I exchanged texts day before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew I was on the injury list, and the GM acknowledged after the game in text messages to my camp that I did tell Coach about the ankle pain on Sunday. So Arians, according to him, is a liar. Uh, I know we were losing to the Jets, and that was frustrating for all of us. But I could not make football plays on the ankle. Blah, 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 blah. The trigger was someone telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge my past. But my past does not make me a second-class citizen. My past does not forfeit my right to be heard when I am in pain. First they cut me, now they cage me. Instead of asking how I felt or getting to the bottom of it, the team texted my camp promoting a false narrative that I randomly acted out without any explanation. They even told us in writing, don't spin this any other way. I have stress, I have things I need to work on, but the worst part of it is the Bucks repeated ever to portray this as a random outburst. They're telling people the first I walked off and then I was cut. No, 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 I was cut, then I went home. They threw me out like an animal, and I refused to wear their brand on my body, so I took my jersey off. As part of the cover-up that's ongoing, they're acting like I wasn't cut and are now demanding that I see a doctor of their choice to examine the ankle. What they did not know until now is that on Monday morning, I had an urgent MRI on the ankle that showed broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, the ligament torn from the bone, cartilage loss, beyond painful. You see the bone bulging from the outside. 
and it has to be repaired. The MRI is uh, done by two top orthopedic surgeons in New York City, including Dr. Martin O'Malley at Hospital for Special Surgery. Not realizing that I already scheduled surgery there, the Bucks ordered me under penalty of discipline and with a few hours notice to show up to a more junior doctor at HSS for another opinion. What a joke. They're playing like I wasn't cut, giving me a surprise attack order to show up for another doctor with no reasonable notice and setting this whole thing up as a basis to cut me because what they did on Sunday was not legitimate. Sorry, GM. I already received a confirming opinion from the top doc at the hospital you ordered me to go to. I love the Bucks fans. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have surgery. I'll be back next year 100%. Looking forward to next season. Business going to be booming. Boom. There you go. What do you think, Carver High? Look, it's hard to ever know with this dude, and that's his own fault. Um, you know, we, we you just don't know. You have no idea what to believe. I'll say this: it'd be pretty juicy if he's if he's telling the truth, because that would obviously be an awful job by Arians and the Buck staff to not listen to him. But I just don't know. I don't know what to believe with this guy. How can you? With everything that's gone on with him the past couple of years, how can you believe it? You know, that's well, a, which, that, which sucks for him. That, we know that Arians went over to him on the sideline, told him to get in the game, and he and he wouldn't, and that was the end. Right. Of it. But what we didn't know is that he said that get in the game, and he's like, I can't, and he's like, you're done, you're done, and then the throat cut gesture right. will, uh, you know, that is not going to go over well, in my opinion, with the. Uh, with the players' association, no, and, and, or, yeah. or with and or with, frankly, uh, the brothers on that football team, I, they're right. all Super Bowl champs, whatever. But I don't think the the black players on that team are going to jive with the well, fat white coach uh, doing the throat cut to uh, Antonio Brown because everybody likes Brown. The the one thing about that is I that's going to probably be able to be found true or false fairly quickly because as we know there's like at least 20 to 25 cameras on the field for all these games I mean you know there is so if the NFL really wanted to do any of their justice they would call up I believe it was Fox who did the game and say hey give me all your tapes for when this happened we want to see if Arians did this to him gave him the cut the throat the uh, the thing you cut so let's right. let's take a look at the tape because you know they got tape of all that they had tape of them you got a, a billion people with cell phones in the stands. You got all the cameras on field. They got plenty of ways to find out if they, this kind of exchange, at least from a vision standpoint, took place. Do you think that he'll get another gig? Uh, oh, 100%. In the NFL? Yes. 100%. 1,000%. 100%. He ain't done. He ain't done. I you want to know why? Because he could still play. Because he could still play. The only guy that, that ever handled him was Domlin. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you could say like he was on his he was on pretty good behavior last year for the Bucks. You know, he he was. Now this year, I mean, you want to say he's not a good behavior? I mean, we've got this. You know, he's been hurt the whole year. I, I guess you want you know the fake vaccination cards. I guess we got to throw that in there too. He did get suspended well, three days enough, for that. But that has nothing to do with his ankle. Right, but he's he did miss six weeks with an injury. Well, he listen, could be telling the truth. I'll tell you what. 
I, I think he is, actually. I think I think Arians did it. I think Arians comes across as that guy to me. When I see him running things, press conferences, whatever, he's always kind of uh, – he's got an edge to him for sure. He doesn't put up with anything. I think he's a tough, hard-line coach without a doubt. He's a no-nonsense, no-BS coach. And I think he would clearly cut a guy that way with the throat gesture and get out. You're done. You're finished here. I, I, believe, I believe fully he did it. And and I'm not on Antonio Brown's side. I think he's a tool. But I, I loved him when he was young and playing for Tomlin and the Steelers. And when all he did was uh, play football and be a football superstar and the best receiver in the game at the time, because he was. He was better than all of them. He was before Nuke. He was he was after Megatron, if you ask me. After Megatron, he was the best. You can't even argue it. And oh, then there, I think he became a, two a head three case. Year period where he was – if not the best, one of the two or three best. There was a two or three year period, no question. But now he's just kind of a mess. Do you think he could ever play a full season without drama? No. He'll play again, but it won't I mean, be without some kind of nonsense involved. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. I, can the guy go a week without a problem in his life? I mean, I don't know how good it looks for him either that he's, you know, after everything that happened, the very next day he's at the Nets game sitting courtside. The very night it happened, he's releasing a rap album. That's just sketchy behavior to me. That's that's like he planned the whole thing, and then he's still able to go out and party and go front row to the game and have a good time. He's got all his bling on and ice and diamonds, and it, it looks like nothing ever happened. Uh, meanwhile, a, a dramatic dramatic, ugly scene happened, and he was uh, front and center, and I just think it, it makes him look really bad, and I, I don't think the guy can go two weeks. Like, you know, you get paid every two weeks. I don't think the guy could ever go two weeks without a problem in his life. Like, he just constantly has problems, and I think, you know, teams are desperate to win, and they need a, a guy that can score touchdowns and catch touchdowns and, and faster than everybody and everything else, but at the end of the day, is it worth it to have a guy like him, a veteran that's been around that long, that's that much of a pain in the ass? I mean, I, I just think it's better off drafting some no. kid. Like what? Look at look at what these receivers now, like Chase did, coming out of LSU. Like he's so talented. Why wouldn't you just go after some mega talented receiver like Olave or something, and not worry about? Because when they come into the league, they're humble, and the first you know three, let's say two or three years, they're fairly humble, and they just want to perform well, do well, and then get a big contract after you know five years. Yeah, they don't. But, you know, <laughs> after five years, when you're a superstar, you be, you become a, a D. Well, a lot of the wide receivers, of course, always have had, and this isn't something new. This has gone on for a long time in the NFL. The wide receivers, after a few years, and they and they start getting the headlines and the money, they become divas. A lot of them. That's always been the knock yeah. on the on the wide receivers in the league. Why isn't Adams a diva? Yeah, no, uh, he's he's one of the guys that you definitely would not put in that category. Um, he goes it. Here's I'll tell you one thing. He shows up every Sunday, and all he does is catch balls and catch touchdowns. I mean, every single week. Every single week. It's crazy. By the way, uh, when we come back, we'll get into the NBA tonight and Kyrie's return, a huge comeback for the Nets. Uh, they were getting their ass beat in Indy. We said it earlier, and they came back and won that game. Kyrie had uh, 22 and, and some other chips to go with it, uh, dimes and rebounds. 
uh, gave his jersey to his dad. But another story brewing tonight, Steph Curry has a quad injury. There's Ooh. nothing worse than a quad tear, quad pull, quad problem. You can't run. Right when they're getting this clay back. predicated on speed and space and getting open, coming off screens and shooting threes. And if he's uh, got a bad quad, that's a problem right now for the Warriors. I'll say the one good thing is they've built up, you know, a pretty good start here. They've built up a good start. I mean, obviously, but I'm sick of hearing people crowning them already. They've already won the... So Utah's still pimping Denver. Uh, three left in the third. They're up 10. You know this game will come down to the wire by the time it's all said and done because the, the big fellas out there, the Joker, getting involved. Jokic... He's a freak. I want to see what his numbers are in this game because I've seen him missing a lot of shots. He's got 19 and 16 boards, the double-double, and eight dimes. He's two dimes away from a triple-double. Uh, he's got 21, 16, and eight now after he hits a shot. He just hit a uh, a, a three. The guy's incredible. I got to see this replay. Here he is, top of the key, free throw line, boom. Goes down. Oh, gets into the paint, fouled, and one. There you go. So 21-16-8, uh, that's a huge game. He's 8 of 13 from the floor, hit a three. Um, Gordon's got 15 to go with it. Nobody else has really done anything. That's for uh, Denver. As far as the Jazz go, uh, Bogdanovich with 22, Rudy Gay 11, Spida 15, Conley 10, and uh, that's about it. But the Jazz continue to impress 27 and 10, looking for the win tonight, up eight, uh, make it seven, 80 to 73, three left in the third. So the entire fourth still to go. Bogdanovich hits another turnaround J from about the free throw line. So Jazz hanging on right now, 82-73. Heat, 74-68, five left in the third at the Moda and Rip City as they're leading uh, barely by six. And as far as the Heat go, Struss has 16. How about this team they're playing with? Tucker, Martin, Yurt 7, Lowry, and Struss. And then they got Hero Sandwich, Robinson, Guy, and Silva playing. I mean, what a disastrous lineup without Bam, without Butler. And this guy, they're up three now, 74-71. Your boy Spolstra is still coaching this team, 23-15 and 15 to wins on the road. Uh, just like this tonight with this crappy lineup that they're out there playing with. See if they can finish the deal there. And I knew this King game was going to be good. It's Hawks 75-73, a minute left in the third. The Hawks have just been piking. They're 16-20 and 20. in this game. Um, I'm not seeing your boy uh, Trey tonight. I'm not seeing him at all. They give him the night off. Looks that way. Anything's possible in I the remember NBA. he had 56 the other night. He's, he's not playing tonight. I mean, uh, they got everybody out there. Gallinari's got 14. TLC's got 14. Played with the Nets last year. Luau Cabaret. Uh, and then uh, Herder's got 12. But uh, it's a three-point lead over the Kings. Kings have uh, De'Aaron Fox has 18 to lead Sacramento. I need Sacramento to win that game. I was laying one with them. The Hornets covered for me, 140 to 111 all over the Pistons. I was nervous about that game today on Coast to Coast, but I did say lay it. I think they'll get it done, and I was laying nine and a half, and they blow them out. 
I want to see uh, the numbers there. Cunningham had 16 for Detroit. On the other side, uh, Ubre 32. He hit nine threes. Enough said. Ubre going off. Hayward had 19. Bridges had 19. Uh, Scary Terry had 16. How about Ball? Lonzo with 12 points, eight boards, 12 dimes, almost the triple double, three threes. Lonzo getting involved. The Sixers beat the Magic in Orlando by 10. Embiid and Harris, uh, the story. JoJo with 31. Harris had 22. They win it by 10. Uh, the Magic were getting 7.5. I went with it. Uh, the 7.5, they didn't cover. Rockets upset the Wizards. I cannot believe that they won that game with everything that's been going on with that team, the problems they've been having. Christian Wood, though, had uh, 22. Green had 22. And a Porter Jr. back after being suspended. He had nine, seven boards, eight dimes. They upset Washington, even though Beal had 27, five and five. Caldwell Pope, 26. Uh, Kyle Kuzma had 24. Kuzma's been going off in D.C. He's like, you know what? If you're going to trade me to the Wizards, I'm going to chuck the ball every night. <laughs> Spurs upset the Celtics, 99-97. That's exactly what's happening with Kuzma. He's like, screw this. I'm shooting every time I get the ball. Because I, I never got to in L.A., and then they blame me for losses. 99-97 Spurs over the Celtics. Bad loss for the Celtics tonight. 30 for Brown. What can Brown do for you? Nothing. Schroeder had 15. Tatum had 19. He was terrible. 6 of 20 from the floor. But the Spurs get it done. Uh, and they've been so average. But uh, Murray had 22. Vassal, 17. White, 17. Nobody even knows who those players are. By the way, I think uh, Pop uh, coached his 2,000th game or something tonight. Broke some record. Nets beat the Pacers. They were getting their ass beat. After one, they were down five. Then they got outscored 36-28 in the second. Uh, and then in the third, they outscored the Pacers 34-28. And then in the fourth, 35-20 Nets outscored them. Kyrie had 22. Let's um, give them credit. Let's take a look at the numbers tonight for Irving. 22, three boards, four dimes, over two from three, nine of 17 for the floor, 32 minutes. Slim Reaper with 39, eight and seven. Easy money sniper getting involved. Harden had 18, five and six. Aldridge had 13. They had the huge comeback. They went at 129, 121, and they cover the seven and a half. The Mavericks on the big night for Dirk blow out the Warriors, who seldom come out to play. 99, 82. How about that? Curry had 14 on 5 of 24 from the floor, 1 of 9 from downtown. Talk about the quad injury because you didn't shoot well tonight. Uh, he's allowed a, an off night, don't you think? Luke had 26, 7, and 8. They get it done. Hardaway had 14. Finney Smith, 17. Brunson had 15. I don't even see your boy, the zinger, out there. I guess he didn't go tonight. Uh, Raptors upset the Bucks. How about everybody beats the Bucks now every night? No Giannis, no chance. Siakam at 33. Boom, there you go. Raptors win. T-Wolves by eight over the Thunder. They were laying eight. Drag the push. Thunder got 19 from Shea Gilgis. And the T-Wolves, uh, Anthony Edwards had 22, 5, and 2. 
Beverly had 24 and 6. And Towns had 17 and 16 boards. And the Timberwolves get it done. There you go. Uh, the NBA tonight. Uh, I hit a bunch of those games. I need, I really do need the Heat to finish the deal. They're up six. I got them getting one. Uh, I need the Jazz to win that game. They're up eight. I need the Kings to win. They're down. At least they were down three at the start of the third. Uh, there you go. So not bad with everything else. Got burned by the Warriors. Got burned uh, by the – I hit the Spurs spread. I got burned by the Rockets. That's what killed me the most. Hit the Hornets. So not bad. Eight and two last night. Still did well tonight. College basketball was brilliant last night. 23 and 10. Rough tonight, though. How about Nova? I had Nova winning, but Creighton covering. 75-41. Nova wax Creighton. I mean, slept with their girlfriends. I made it up with Nebraska covering the 15 against Michigan State. 79-67. Uh, Spartans winning at the Breslin, but they don't cover it. A big number. Houston laying 12. They covered against South Florida. Uh, 83-66. Bama won at Gainesville. 83-70. I took Florida. Lost there. I hit Tennessee to win and Ole Miss getting uh, fat points in Knoxville. I got 15 in that game and double covered there. Iowa State double cover. They beat Texas Tech uh, 51-47. I was laying one. As far as uh, the unranked games, though, that's what uh, hurt me the most. I mean, I hit a few of them, but I got smoked on some of them. Louisville won but didn't cover. Miami won but didn't cover. They were laying one, uh, two. They, they won by one. I hit Notre Dame as my number one play, thank God. They beat uh, North Carolina. Um, I got burned on Valpo, burned on DePaul, St. John's beat him, 89-84. I got burned on UCF, Temple upset him in Orlando, 66-62. I got burned on Dayton. They were uh, laying two. They lost to BCU by one at home. I had Davidson winning, St. Joe's covering the four, but they got whacked by 15. I had Richmond UMass covered. Richmond won. UMass covered. So I hit that both ways. I hit Chattanooga both ways. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, The only other one, uh, I had Bradley getting two. They lost by two, so they pushed. And I had Northwestern laying five, and they lost to Penn State in Evanston by four. So Penn State back-to-back wins against Indiana and Northwestern. Nice stretch right there for the Nittany Lions. Carver High, what do you think of the Irish Mike Bray with a big win over North Carolina tonight in South Bend? Yeah, they held on. They had a lead for most of the game. Uh, In the final 10 minutes, North Carolina stormed ahead for a moment. And then the Irish hold on, take care of business. Uh, Big win for Bray. Uh, And the ACC, not that great, to be quite honest with you. Other, Other than Duke, is there anybody good in that conference? Honestly. Uh, you know, no. you look at the big, no, and you look at the big 12 and there's a lot of great teams yes, and the always. SEC, I think there's a lot of great Tucky LSU. I hit that game last night, LSU down in Baton Rouge. They covered uh laying one against Kentucky or whatever, but that game was violent. There was some violent uh, screens in that game. The kid Wheeler got knocked out. Basically he was, he, he looked like he was had a concussion for sure. They had to carry him off the floor. Uh, he had to be helped off the floor with double shoulders. So uh, he went right to the locker room, never came back. Uh, there were violent fouls in that game, checks in that game, screens, you name it. Uh, but it was a great game. But that conference is playing some sick basketball. 
And I got to tell you, of these ranked teams, Baylor is incredible that they won the national championship and they have come out and taken over the number one spot and are undefeated at 13-0. That's amazing to me. I don't deny Duke and Purdue are good, but I have no faith like you and Purdue. They always melt down like an ice cream cone in the tournament. So, in other words, I'm going to push Gonzaga out of them at 11-2. and two. Even though they lost three guys to the NBA, I still think they're a tough team. I think UCLA is tough again. I still believe Kansas is a good basketball team. USC is undefeated. you got to respect them. They're better than UCLA. And I think Arizona's tough at 11-1, and one, no doubt about it. Auburn is 12-1, and one, Michigan State 12-2. and two. Remember when Michigan State was losing in the beginning of the year, as usual, playing brutal schedule, brutal games, and then they start playing games uh, in East Lansing, and they start getting into conference play, and now they're kicking ass and taking names. At the beginning of the year, they weren't even ranked, as usual. Izzo has them uh, top 10 in the country. Iowa State a big win tonight. Houston's look good for Samson. Ohio State's impressive. To be honest with you, after I've seen them lose and look lousy early in the season, now they got, you know, nine and two. I think Texas is a good basketball team. They keep kicking everyone's ass. West Virginia, whoever, Kansas State, they beat all of them. I don't care if you're shorthanded. That's your problem. Alabama's been impressive in hoops, which is a shock to me. I think Providence has been good, but they lost last night uh, to Marquette kicked their ass. So, you know. I think Villanova's a good team. Like tonight, they they rock and roll. I told you, I'm not buying Colorado State. I think if they get in, they'll get uh, beat. That's all there is to it. LSU's violent and physical. Xavier, Wisconsin. Wisconsin wins at, at West Lafayette, Mike, and that's a huge win at Mackey. Uh, that gives me some juice with them, and I think Seton Hall's tough. Um, Texas Tech tonight loses to Iowa State. Uh, they round out the top 25 this week. So I was just looking at all these other ranked teams, allegedly, that are so good. And um, I think some of them are good. I think others are, are kind of posers, you know what I mean? So uh, I think I have to see more big conference games like that Kentucky-LSU game last night. Big conference games I need to see before I start getting uh, ready to pick a tournament winner. Good luck with Iowa winning in uh, Madtown tomorrow night against Wisconsin and Ohio State going to Bloomington to take on Mike Woodson's Hoosiers. So that should be hot on a uh, Thursday night. And then uh, Celtics Knicks at the world's most famous, plus the Grizzlies Pistons tomorrow night. Dubs and Pellies down in Bourbon Street and Clips Suns in the Valley. And then Carver High getting excited about a big Thursday night in the NHL. Wow, there's actually, like Penguins Flyers. there's actually a bunch of games on Thursday night. Wow. <laughs> there are a bunch of games. How about that? You got Wild Bruins in Boston, Shark Sabres in Buffalo. Uh, Flames Lightning in Tampa, Jackets at Devils at the Rock, Panthers are in Dallas, Jets at Avs, Hawks in the Desert against the Coyotes, Rangers and oh. uh, Knights, the game of the night in Vegas. They yeah. lost that game last night. And that's Predators, uh, by the way. And Ducks. that's a return game for uh, Gerard Gallant, his first time back in Vegas since they whacked him. I, he got screwed. Red Wings and Ducks on the pond, plus Predators and Kings and Lipstick City. My Penguins have uh, won nine in a row, and they play the Flyers looking for ten. And then next week they go west 
and I'll be on Denny Bernstein's podcast on Saturday. I don't know if it airs on Saturday, but I'm doing it on Saturday to talk about the Penguins and Kings uh, playing next week. They, at first, they play the Ducks, then the Kings, then the Sharks on their uh, West Swing, plus Vegas. Those games should be awesome. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast. Great job, Carver High. I'll see you tomorrow, fella. Uh, it's Pharrell saying good night from New York City. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.